0: And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all.
1: You coming to bed, hon?
2: Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light.
3: Ow! Ow!
1: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: John Oliver criticized New Jeopardy! host Mayim Bialik. Christy Carlson Romano shared how psychic scammed her out of $60,000 during her Disney days. And... NBC News reporter Doa Madani joins us today to talk about why there's such a huge difference between public perception of Britney Spears and Amanda Bynes' conservatorships.
0: It's September 30th, 2021. Hey
2: friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Stephen LeConte. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. All
0: right, so we had a little break, but the saga of the Jeopardy host continues. Mayim Bialik came under fire this week during a segment on Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Here's the clip.
1: Great job so far, guys. You dodged giving that
0: dude the job permanently. Right now, we've got someone absolutely free of controversy, Mayim Bialik, a
1: person I think is great because I don't have Google.
0: In case you're wondering what John is talking about, he's referring to the multiple Mayim controversies over the past few years. I mean, in the past, she's questioned the efficacy of vaccines, but, you know, she's since walked back those statements. She wrote that op-ed for The New York Times in 2017 that essentially victim blamed women who are sexually assaulted in Hollywood. And at what point she was hawking fake brain enhancement pills.
2: Yeah, it's it's a lot to unpack there, Casey. And you know, when they first announced her, she was just going to be doing like a few specials here and there and People sort of wanted her to be fired from that. And then instead, Jeopardy went the other route. And after they fired Mike Richards, they now have her hosting like 50% of the time for the upcoming season, which means that she's actually getting more Jeopardy episodes than she had originally. None
0: of this makes sense. Okay, I've got a chip on my shoulder with and Bialik that I've had for a very long time. Okay, air it. It's just like this personal thing where one time on a red carpet, she was asked like what TV shows she watches. And she said something along the lines of like, oh, she doesn't watch TV. And I'm like, you make, all your money from tv so sticking your nose up on that like i just like really hated that but what really bugs me about this now is that when she's been like anti-tv she's been like oh i've got a degree in neuroscience or something like that but i'm like do you because all these statements you've been making about science aren't
2: true Yeah, you know, you would think for someone who purports to be a scientist, they would, for example, trust science and (laughs) vaccines and not be selling pills that like purport to boost your brain. Uh, Yeah, also, there's nothing more annoying than someone who takes pride in not having a television. Like, what do you want? You know what I mean? Get over yourself. Anyway, Jeopardy, it's not too late. Change it up. (laughs) All right, so we love Christy carlson Romano on this show. We're all big fans of Even Stevens. And as BuzzFeed has been covering extensively recently, CCR has been through a lot in her post-Disney life. Most recently, Christy has shared the story on her YouTube channel of how psychics scammed her out of $60,000 in her early 20s. Christy was approached by a psychic after one of her performances in Beauty and the Beast on Broadway in 2004 the psychic offered to help her and said they knew exactly where her life should go. Here's Christie's retelling of how that moment felt to her. I, at the time, was very sad,
3: very lonely. I was a little confused about where my career was heading. I was nervous about
0: some relationships that I had gotten out of, and here was a person offering me answers in the form of this card, and it just made me super excited. I just felt this huge, like, dopamine
2: rush. So after Christy became more and more dependent on the psychic, they eventually convinced her to buy a $30,000 healing crystal. When that crystal never showed up, she realized that the psychic was a scam, so she found a different psychic and bought another $30,000 healing crystal. So that's 2 healing crystals, $30,000 a piece. But luckily, Christy doesn't beat herself up too much about the whole mess saying, quote, you really sometimes don't have anyone to blame but yourself. And that's okay. We can forgive ourselves for making very serious mistakes.
0: I need everyone to know how closely Stephen follows every YouTube video that she posts. I mean, it is so entertaining. And if you don't know what she's been doing lately, she's been doing a great job of capitalizing on her Disney fame and really just talking about literally everything she could think about from those days. And people are interested. I mean,
2: Stephen, yes, you're very intrigued. Uh, hey, okay, call me out. Why don't you? Yeah, no, no. It's true. I have been on the Christy Carlson Romano YouTube train for a very long time actually, but her videos used to be more like light and fluffy cooking content and stuff. And then recently this pivot has gone, you know, to focusing on like more authentic and real and sometimes very dark stories. I am completely hooked. I am frequently texting Casey Revelations from the channel and being like, oh my God, she just said she spent all this money on crystals. It's incredible YouTube content. I highly recommend you check it out. And look, I think there's something really to be said for the fact that like for all these years, she kept these stories to her. And now she's just, she's just speaking her truth and putting it all out there. And I think that people are paying attention.
0: And most importantly, Stephen and I don't know what this means, but Christy Carlson Romano and I both have
2: the same initials. (laughs) This is true. Both CCR. (laughs) What it means by the way, is that Christy Carlson Romano, if you're listening, you should come on the Daily podcast. (laughs) We'd love to have you on. All right. Britney Spears' conservatorship case has been dominating the news cycle over the past year. And now that it seems to be coming to a close, we have to wonder why Amanda Bynes' case didn't receive anywhere near as much attention. Today we're joined by NBC News' Doa Madani to discuss why that is. Hi Doa, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Okay, so let's just get right into it. You recently reported on a judge's ruling to extend Amanda Bynes' conservatorship to 2023. But it doesn't seem like that many people are necessarily even aware that Amanda has been under conservatorship. Can you give us some background on this?
3: Well, people might not remember, but Amanda Bynes retired from acting in 2010. I believe her last project was Easy A. She went on some Twitter rants. Some pretty wild statements were made very publicly. She um, has now admitted to abusing some substances in that time period. And I think the one that's most famous of her Twitter rants is that she asked Drake to um, do some inappropriate things to her very publicly. And she also accused her dad of abuse, which she has since recanted. She said that because there was a microchip in her brain. Uh, Just some really concerning moments very publicly. She also got into some legal trouble with a DUI. And her parents filed to put her under a conservatorship, I believe, in 2013. And so she's been in a conservatorship for several years now. One of the biggest things is that Amanda Bynes just has not gotten as much attention, in part because she's led a very private life since then. She's now been studying at the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising for quite some time. She's got a pretty quiet private life for someone who's been in the spotlight since she was
2: like six years old. So she's under this conservatorship now. Uh, I believe her mother uh, is in charge of it. It's obviously hard to know what actually goes down inside of these conservatorships because they're so private uh, in nature. But is there any evidence to suggest or maybe concern about Amanda's family benefiting financially from her conservatorship the same way that Britney's father has clearly been taking money from Britney's?
3: Yeah, that's a hard thing to answer because there's really two sides to that coin. There are a lot of people who are concerned that Amanda Bynes is being taken advantage of. However, there's also significantly less money at stake. Like I said, Amanda Bynes has not been acting in 11 years. And obviously there's residuals. A lot of her stuff is on streaming. I myself have recently rewatched all of what I like about you on HBO Max. So good. Isn't it just like the best show? Um, Uh, It's one of her best roles. I love that show so much. (laughs) It's so good. Her and Jenny Garth are just like amazing together. But I mean, there's money coming in. There's no doubt about that but it's not the significant level of income that Britney Spears has had. Britney Spears has in her words been forced to work a schedule that she's said is overwhelming and hasn't been able to take a break. She's released several studio albums, gone on tour, she's had these huge Las Vegas residencies. So there isn't the same level of financial concern. Also Amanda Bynes' father had a pretty successful career Even before she started acting, he he was a dentist in Thousand Oaks, California, which I can only presume is a decent income.
0: So, you know, it was inevitable that there would be comparisons made to Britney Spears's conservatorship. You know, both women started out as child stars and reached high levels of fame before having some very public mental health issues. But financial issues aside, what are the most significant differences between their cases?
3: There are huge differences in their cases. First and foremost, Amanda Bynes is no longer under a financial conservatorship. Her mother filed in 2017 to give her control of her money back. She told the court that in 2017, she was in a great place. Her daughter was doing much better, and she wanted to allow her more financial control over her life while still retaining some medical conservatorship powers. So we don't necessarily know what that situation looks like anymore because... From what my sources and experts have told me, when you're not under a financial conservatorship, you're not in court every other week asking for certain financial allowances and not having the court overview it. But there's a 2016 court document that indicates Amanda Bynes' money was put into a trust And what that means is that they name basically a successor. So if I have a medical emergency, I am incapacitated, and the court has declared me incapacitated, that person has the ability to, it's basically a power of attorney, make decisions in my stead. And so that seems to be the case. Last year, she came out and said that she was only 14 months sober and she had been in rehab. So that's another aspect of the case. She appeared to have a pretty significant relapse. We don't know. A lot of those court documents are sealed. I don't know if she was declared incapacitated in that time and her father took over her money or what that case might be. No one knows what the case might be in that. But again, that is a huge difference in the two cases. And, you know, aside from the financial stuff, What a lot of experts have told me is the public perception of the two women is totally different. Britney Spears has been in public, very public, for years, and she's doing all of these performances. She's she's making all of these albums, and that's a full-time job. And it's only natural for her fans to say, well, if she can do all of this stuff, why can't she be in control of her life? she looks like she has her shit together for lack of a better like phrase. Whereas Amanda Bynes, her life is so private. We only get these little glimpses into it and the glimpses that we have are not that great. You know, she's a little erratic on social media. Both women are to be fair, but her erratic behavior, it makes people feel as if maybe she still needs this conservatorship. Whereas Brittany, Sure, she's a little weird on social media, but she's also got no other outlet for her life, you know? So that's really the core differences. You know, you don't know celebrities at all. I think that that's a really important perspective to, to maintain. However, it's the little glimpses into their lives that give us and shape the perspective of their lives. What we've seen from Britney Spears seems to be a lot better than what we've seen from Amanda Bynes.
2: Yeah, and you know, I think another key difference between these two cases is, and you touched on this before, just the the sheer amount of attention that has been put on Britney's case. I mean, there's the Hulu documentary, Framing Britney Spears, uh, and Netflix just released the trailer for its own Britney doc. Plus, there's a free Britney Instagram account with like nearly 100,000 followers. Meanwhile, the biggest quote, like free Amanda Twitter account, which you mentioned in your article, has less than 1,000 followers. I wonder... Do you think we're going to see that level of attention move on to Amanda Bynes? Or do you think because of all these differences you've outlined about the way that Amanda's life has played out in the past few years, if the public is going to accept that maybe the conservatorship is the right thing for her?
3: I don't know. I'm a professional paid skeptic, so I'm going to probably lean towards I don't think that she's going to get that much more attention. What is really the key factor at stake is whether she comes forward and says something. That is really what lended credibility to Britney Spears' case. The Framing Britney documentary really moved Free Britney into the mainstream. It legitimized what was really derided as like some social media thing and conspiracy theorists. But then Britney Spears filed to unseal her case, which changed everything for us as journalists. We were able to listen into a lot of these court hearings, including the June 23 testimony, which just was an explosion. As many people have said, we thought it was bad, but we didn't think it was that bad. We have not heard really from Amanda Bynes how she feels. We have not heard from Amanda Bynes a consistent story about what she's going through. I do believe she came out and had some concerns about her finances and her treatment and how much it costs. Yeah, sure. That's completely legitimate. And that's something that a lot of her fans are citing as a really huge concern for them. And that's also a very legitimate concern, but Amanda Bynes's case is really, really behind a curtain for us, especially because now she's not in court for her finances. It's all medical and personal conservatorship, which means that she has a right to privacy. She has a right to medical privacy. That that is a huge concern for her as a as a private citizen. We don't get to have access to her medical diagnoses. So it really, really depends on what she wants to do going forward. If she comes out and says, hey, this is really bad for me, these are the reasons why, then we, you know, we have to listen and we have to pay attention. But if she doesn't, then I don't think that that's going to have the impact that Free Britney did.
0: All right. Well, we'll be right back with more about conservatorships with Doa Doa Madani. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh my God, I want to come through the screen and hug you. Hey everybody, Jessica Zor here, also known as Vanessa Abrams on Gossip Girl. I am so excited to share my new podcast with you guys. It's called XOXO and it's a walk down memory lane all about Gossip Girl. I'll chat with some of the cast, crew, fans of the show, and I'm just so pumped for you guys to go on this journey with me.
1: Hi, I'm Ed Westwick. I played with Chuck Bass. I just can't believe that I did that with my life. Jay, we had like the most amazing time.
0: Listen to XOXO on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hi, I'm Robert Lamb. And I'm Joe McCormick, and we're the hosts of the science podcast Stuff to Blow Your Mind, where every week we get to explore some of the weirdest questions in the universe.
1: Like, if sci-fi teleportation was possible, how would it square with the multitudes of organisms that inhabit our human bodies? Can we find evidence of emotions in animals like bees, ants, and crayfish? How would an interplanetary civilization
3: function? Does free will exist? Stuff to Blow Your Mind examines neurological quandaries, cosmic mysteries evolutionary marvels and the wonders of techno history
2: basically this show is the altar where we worship the weirdness of reality if anybody ever told you you ask the weirdest questions it is time to come join us in the place where you belong the stuff to blow your mind podcast
3: new episodes publish every tuesday and thursday with bonus episodes on saturdays
2: listen to stuff to blow your mind on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
0: welcome back we're talking with nbc news's doa madani about the similarities and differences between britney spears's and amanda Bynes' conservatorship cases so doa do you think the way britney's case has played out over the past few months could serve as sort of a blueprint for the future of amanda's case or conservatorship cases in general
3: yeah absolutely Absolutely. I mean, Britney Spears' case has already opened the door to more scrutiny on these kind of conservatorships from Congress, which is huge. There's definitely a lot more attention paid to disability rights because of it. There's, you know, her statement about not being able to remove her IUD in court was something that really shocked so many people, except for disability rights activists who have been saying this for a long time that, you know, forced sterilization of disabled women is not uncommon. So it it really has already made a huge impact. However, the biggest thing for me is Britney Spears told us in court that she remained silent because she didn't think anybody was going to believe her. She didn't think the judge cared. She didn't believe anybody cared. She said the last time she was in court, she felt dead inside. That to me is the largest change to go forward is listening to the people who are in these cases and not brushing them off as crazy and really paying attention to what they're going through and understanding that just because someone has mental health issues does not mean that they lose autonomy over their own lives
0: okay so I mean I know I personally only learned about conservatorships because of Brittany but they've existed for well over a hundred years can I ask are there any quote good conservatorships like is this a thing that has ever actually helped the people they're supposed to be helping
3: oh absolutely this was a sort of legal standing that was made with good intention it was really what a lot of these conservatorships are really supposed to do is take someone who's had a stroke, someone who is in a coma, someone who is completely incapacitated or at the end of their life and could be taken advantage of, and put them in a place where they are safe. Um, Mickey Rooney, the fantastic actor. I think I know him from my generation from the Phantom of the Megaplex on Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, accurate. <laughs> but um, he's had incredible work before that. He, at the end of his life, was kind of subjected to some elder abuse. And financial elder abuse is a huge problem. As we saw in I Think I Care A Lot with Rosamund Pike, that is really sort of the the more prominent case of these conservatorships, but Mickey Rooney went into a conservatorship from my understanding in the end of his life so that he could protect his assets and he could protect you know, himself. So there are plenty of cases in which conservatorships work, but there are also conservatorships where older people are put in these cases so that their family can take their money. Everything is good and bad. I think the, the biggest thing I talk to people about is reform. One of the experts I spoke to about the Amanda Bynes case said that one of the biggest things that we need is when these family members uh, or professional conservators file these status reports to continue conservatorships and say like, "Hey, yeah, Amanda's fine. She's doing good. we're We're all good here. She still needs some help, but everything's, going along smoothly, that they have a third party check in and make sure that that's actually true and talk to that person and say, like, what are your concerns? And make some of that available to the public to increase some transparency and have sort of a a default check-in that is not just a person who has a stakehold
2: in this. Okay, Doa, my my last question is this. I want to know, what do you think is next for Amanda Bynes? Are there any next steps that she's going to take, do you think? Or do you think that she's content in her conservatorship as it exists right now?
3: You know, I really don't know. Amanda Bynes has had some issues in the last year. I think, who hasn't in in the last year and a half, had some struggles. She's had to go into treatment for what she called really severe social anxiety issues. She is engaged, from what I understand. She, she has wanted to get married. So maybe that might be a motivating factor to terminate the conservatorship because people in conservatorships, they're technically not able to make legal decisions or enter into legal contracts, which includes marriage. A conservatee can always file to terminate their conservatorship. It might not always be easy, but it's possible. I just genuinely don't know enough about what Amanda Bynes is going through right now to give an answer to that. I think I'm very sympathetic to the fact that she's a child star. She has constantly been working since she was a little girl and she finally has some space to be a private person. And that's fantastic. And I hope the best for her and I hope that she's doing better than she was a year ago but I also haven't really heard much about what she's personally been going through since she was in treatment which is really part of the problem it's every single little glimpse of her life is usually something bad and tabloidy it's not amanda bynes is having a great time at you know
2: disneyland yeah you know it's so hard on the outside of these situations to know what's happening inside i know i speak for all of us when i say i just hope that whatever our situation is is it's something that is healthy and safe and good for her so uh, thank you so much for joining us today
3: yeah thank you guys for having me it was a great chat all right that's it for today come back and join us tomorrow
2: and remember please don't buy a thirty thousand dollar healing crystal or two of them
0: Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your
2: sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed coming to you daily.
1: Open to all teams and players, the NFL's Inspire Change Initiative acknowledges the ways that systemic racism contributes to barriers to opportunity and equality and focuses on ongoing efforts on creating progress in the areas of education, economic advancement, community and police relations, and criminal justice reform. To learn more about the NFL's commitment to ensuring a more equal and just future, text NFLIC to 635635. It takes all of us to advance social justice.
0: I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo!
1: I'm just here so I won't get fine.
0: Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, and I'm doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. Ooh! Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.